Rachel Berry and Jay Austin sings! And that's how Sue sings it. This is a song that I wrote for Sam. It's called Shouting Out. Ladies and gentlemen, new directions. There was a time when I was the biggest star. No, you're crazy for not letting me shine. Where's Rachel, huh? Being a part of something special makes you special, right? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Gleewind, the podcast where recapping something messy makes you messy. I'm Jorge Molina. And I'm Michael Swan. We're here pre-Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're like, I'm literally, as soon as we finish recording this episode, I'm like preparing my stuffing. We're prepping because it's, we're, I'm hosting uh, Thanksgiving here. And I'm making a whole ass turkey. You're, yeah, I'm you're cooking. I'm hosting. Scratch. It's, it's gonna be um, be fab. We're having like eight people. We're gonna be have a, a turkey lurkey time. <laughs> a turkey lurkey time, indeed. We will make everyone watch that clip. Oh, on yes, and we and we did turkey lurkey time in my dance class, my Broadway dance class. Uh, like a week ago, and uh, two of the girls from my dance class are coming to. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Are you guys dinner. performing so, for you, us? Uh, no, bitch. We're gonna make y'all learn the turkey lurkey time choreography. <laughs> that would be like, post dinner, just like yes. while we're all like in a food coma. Exactly. Um, so look forward to that. Yeah, we'll upload video. There will not, there will be no video of that. No man. No man. Um, so we are here today to discuss two episodes again. Mm. Um, not holiday. Well, I guess one of them could be. It's a holiday episode. I mean, a it's revolves around oh, uh, yeah. holiday. Mm-hmm. Um. We talk about episode uh, season two, episode twelve, silly love songs, and episode thirteen, comeback. I let's just get into this. Yeah, let's dive right in. We're written by Ryan Murphy tonight, and yeah. we are directed by Tate by Donovan. Tate Donovan, actor. Tate he Donovan. has like a, a TV directing mm-hmm. like career. Like he yeah. he directs also Voice of Hercules, Voice of Hercules. Uh, and in in both in the movie, right? It's not the. Because we were talking about Hercules. No, Ryan Gosling voice, the, the young the, Hercules the series. in the series, right? But uh, Tate Donovan was the speaking voice of Hercules mm-hmm. in the animated film. Yep. Roger Bart, obviously, sang. Yeah. And as I've said many times, Ricky Martin was voice, both <laughs> the speaking and the singing voice of a Latin American dub. Wow. Uh, so the Murphyverse comes full circle. Oh. So this episode aired uh, originally on February 8th, 2011. Uh, to an audience of 11.58 million. Uh, this was directly uh, the week after um, the, the Super Bowl, Bowl episode. Oh, so, so like the was... Super Bowl was on Sunday, and then this was like two days later? It was two days after. Wow, the yeah. fact that I still remember that Glee was on Tuesdays Glee was on Tuesdays. Yeah. Oh, my brain is <laughs> demented. It's broken. Because then it moved to... Did it move to Wednesday at some point? I Maybe. And then it, did it end up on Fridays in the end? I think it ended up on Fridays. Uh it it had a very dark uh, mm-hmm. demise, uh, but yeah, this is the the Valentine's Day episode. Uh, we start with a puck voiceover, which yeah. wasn't thrilled about. But we then we not... end up getting like voiceovers. With... Is this the one where we get voiceovers with most of the characters? Uh, I think so. I mean, in in the, it's funny how at the beginning of the what the series, I thought the. Voiceovers was something we weren't weren't gonna keep, mm-hmm. and it's been pretty consistent. Yeah, well, you know. I think they're. It's a device they use when they want to use. They didn't drop it like I like I thought I remembered mm-hmm. them doing, but there are times where they just like completely abandon. Oh, yeah. no, like, exactly. They're not necessarily present in every episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I enjoy. It's it's good. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I mean it's something they established from the very beginning. So 
Yeah. Um, it's it's not like something out of the blue. Uh, so yeah, so you said it opens with a Puck uh, voiceover where he says he's now in love with Lauren Zizes, mm-hmm. Uh which again, to their credit, continuity. Mm-hmm. They planted it uh, a few episodes ago when he got trapped in that part of potty. Uh, and she saved him, uh, and he kind of is now like and cause, head over. Heels. You know, the the reward was seven minutes in heaven, and she ended up walking out in three after three. Yeah, three minutes she'll never get back. He wasn't doing it for her. Nope. Uh, then we see that uh, Finn is confident now. That's my note. Uh, after <laughs> winning, after winning the the football championship, he now is like the glee. Like, they haven't been slushed in, like, a week, so he's like, yeah. it's all because of me. I'm, like, the closest thing this town has, this school has to a hero. It's amazing what actually accomplishing something does to a person. I know what you're thinking, that they're all only into me because I won the first conference championship in this school's history, but I've changed. I'm walking taller, carrying a bigger stick, and using it to fight off the ladies. So, yeah, my no, like, this is a very different, a stark contrast to the sad Finn and we have weekend. opposing opinions on it. We have it. opposing opinions. I actually like confident Finn because I'm like, great, you're not complaining about how the world is against you, even though it's definitely not. Yeah, and like, but then not confident Finn all the time. is entitled Finn, and I don't like entitled Finn. But he's entitled regardless. I, I like him, like, recognizing it and, mm, like... <laughs> I don't know. He's For me, he's more annoying when he's confident because he's more of an asshole when he's confident. Like, when he's sad, he's, like, a bit needy and, like... You know, like emo and whatnot, but like I, I, I hate dark fan. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's. I don't think he's good. It's more just I, it, I was to say it's more just I hate him more the other way. Yeah, um, he's confident and he wants Quinn back. As you, we all remember, the last episode ended with them kissing. Yeah. Uh, so he has decided he wants Quinn back. Uh, Kurt is very anti Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> yes. He's at a coffee shop. Uh, I think they mentioned. Is it the coffee bean? Is that the, the, the name? I don't think so. I think I they know. name it at some point oh, really? during the series. Um, um, but coffee bean's like a real place. Then I may be making it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Blaine is obsessed with Valentine's Day. It's his favorite holiday, apparently. And I'm like, that's insufferable. For a show that uh, is very inconsistent with this character, this is the most consistent thing they could have done with that character. It's he's like, he would love Valentine's Day. And he's like, I just love the freedom, the like how freeing it is to like... Put it all on the line. Yeah, and time. and tell some, you know, and let somebody know that you're in love with them. And I'm like, bitch, you're 16. How many times have you been in love? Yeah. Then he he confess, confesses to Kurt that he is like, in, basically in love with a guy, and that like he wants to sing it to him. And Kurt uh, is stupid and thinks like, oh, you're telling me this, so it must be me. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, girl, no, he's recruiting <laughs> you for help for somebody else, girl. This is like code black. <laughs> this is like. We are in emergency state right yeah, now. Yeah, my, my note is like, not you. <laughs> like, you ain't like, it, Kurt. You, you um, ain't it. Yeah, because then there's the whole moment, like, oh, you know, my coffee order. Like, okay. Um, I mean, I can be like, like, I would hate to be like, I've never been there, but like, I've been there. So it's like, then Finn... Mr. Shu writes the, lo- the word love on the board, <laughs> surrounded by a heart. Yes. Because this show loves nothing but salty. Uh, <laughs> However, I will have to say this is, I think, the most Mr. Shu we get this episode. Thank God. Which is uh, very welcome indeed. Yes. And, like, back it's off. important. Like, just give us the lesson plan for the week and just mm-hmm. step away. Uh, we also don't get any Sue this episode. Um, Ooh, so, I, I think that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially considering what's 
to come. So yeah, yeah. Uh, then Finn says like I'm I something about like I'm doing what famous athletes do and like give my fame up to, to charity. charity and like my charity is the Glee Club. <laughs> so Gee, thanks. So I'm gonna set this ki- kissing booth and like what I raise. You with... know what? He's taking his status and his privilege and while yes, cashing in on it to get a bunch of girls to kiss them, he's at least raising money for the Glee Club. He's helping his friends and his okay, peers. Okay, I am fine. I'll <laughs> give you that. I'll give you that. But also, like, because when he calls himself a celebrity, Mercedes had like the best face of like just like. Bitch, like, are you are you for sure about that? So are you doing your nails right now? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do my nails. No, because, it's just like, what's that bottle? Oh, you have? Like... This is Glee Wine, the yeah. podcast <laughs> where doing your nails while podcasting makes your nails messy. Um, um, but also, Rachel, what, like, when when he said the word kissing booth, she was gutted. She like dropped. Uh, Alyssa Edwards, um, gutted. <laughs> gutted. Oh. <laughs> Uh, then they all gang up against Santana. Um, <laughs> it was, can we play? I need the whole like clip in there, that whole scene, because it's really great. I've kissed Finn, and can I just say, not worth a buck. I would, however, pay $100 to jiggle one of his man boobs. Do you ever get tired of tearing other people down? No, not really. Because you always just seem to be meddling in everybody else's business. Oh, please. You guys love me. I keep it real, and I'm hilarious. Actually, you're just a bitch. Okay. I'm sorry. You've just got eyes for my man. Okay, first of all, I'm not your man. And Finn is right. All you ever do is insult us. Three weeks ago, you said you were disappointed that I didn't have a lizard baby. Five minutes ago, you said Mr. Shu belonged in a 12-step program. Wait, what? You're addicted to vests. The truth is, Santana, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I am destined to play the title role in the Broadway musical version of Willow, but the only job you're going to have is working on a pole. Wow. Um... She keeps it real, and she's hilarious. <laughs> Um, I've had that give at the ready for like a while now. I'm glad to have seen the episode yeah. it came from again. Um, she, she she said somebody said something about like you said Will belongs in a 12 step program, or you said Mr. Shu is addicted to vests. <laughs> uh, and then Rachel's iconic line of like you only work in the poll. Oh, um, it's good. And then I I kind of like that moment where she like actually goes out and cries. She does. <laughs> and the, but then because it's. It's like, oh, wow, humanizing. But then they also, like, go deeper in on the joke. And they're just like, she's just like, I just, like, like to be honest with people when they when suck. When they suck, and... yeah. Uh, that was, a, yeah, that was, like, an unexpected, like, yeah turn. Exactly. While still keeping in character. We get that Lauren wants to be wooed. And, and she's not just gonna, like, give in to Puck, like, mm-hmm. that easy. Which I like. I like this whole attitude she's getting of, like... I like the attitude. I hate almost everything else about it. I feel like... And the the episode eventually catches up to some of this, which, thank God. Um, But his, like... Even when he's talking about, like, being attracted to her, it still feels very, like, othering. Oh, no. It's completely, like, like fetishizing. Yeah. And, like... It's... And, like, whoa, I never thought I'd be into, like... Well, yeah, no, it, it's this, going the opposite way, and then we'll go into, like, the fucking problematic song that he sings. Yeah. But, like, going the... Instead of, like, you know, what you would say, like, ooh, I'm not into, like, bigger girls, but, like, I'm into you because you're a bigger girl. Like, that's going to, like, the opposite of the spectrum, which is equally as bad. Yeah, it's, um, it's weird. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't love like... love that, like... I like her attitude towards it yes, all. Yes, exactly. But I don't like... I like that her character in all of it. Surprise, I don't like Puck. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she wants to be wooed. Um, 
and and it she's not gonna make it easy on Puck to just like mm-hmm. swoop in and take her. Uh, then Kurt is drawing little hearts. Doodling. Doodling. Not, I said not a claim, yeah. doodle. He's like, it's like a heart. Cuts with, to every teen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. How many Mr. Michael Swan hyphen however. Oh, I was just That was make... my, my kink in high school was, was figuring out uh, whose name we would put at the beginning of the hyphen. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say. <laughs> Y'all, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm an insane person. I was just going to say teens putting plain on the, like, actually oh, plain. Yes, actual but plain stuff. also that. But, yeah. Um. And then he's, the Blaine comes in and says, like, I have an emergency warblers meeting. Yes. Uh, and he basically says, like, I'm, I'm in love and I want to say it in public, but the warblers haven't performed in public in like 1917 mm-hmm. or something. Why would we even consider what you're asking? I, I firmly believe that our reticence to perform in public nearly cost us a trip to regionals. We're becoming privileged porcelain birds. I don't have a You mock us, sir. Bad. David, I will have order. May I please say something? With respect, I believe Blaine has a point. The Warblers are so concerned with image and tradition that sometimes I feel like we miss out on opportunities to step outside our comfort zones. If I was an established member of the Warblers, and this fucking kid just <laughs> kept, kept like at trying new to directions, change. At new directions. At new directions. I mean, when Blaine... I mean, but Kurt when also... Blaine, yeah, he has, has a point. point. He has a point. But, like, if I was them and, like, the point came eventually where, like, Blaine transferred out, I'd be like, thank the fuck <laughs> yeah. God. Because, you know, <laughs> they just keep trying to mess this whole shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but, uh, uh, Jorge, can you tell me the name of of their plan? I don't think I noted it. Oh, it's a, a Warbler's Gap Attack. Because, oh, because, cause, so he he reveals that they have to perform it at the Gap. Um, because the, the guy he because the guy works a junior at the Gap and Kurt's face drops. Yeah. But I'm like, sis, you should have been there already. You should have been preparing for this yesterday. Yeah. You should have been mentally spiraling by now. Uh, you should already have plans. Then then we have a, a girl sleepover. Oh, oh we then did we have the, love op- that. The, the opening notes of the song Tell Him, which they do in like season four. Oh, really? When they have that Sadie Hawkins episode where the girls ask the guys out. If you say so. The girls like, but the new girls like Melissa Benoist and Kitty and Sugar, they perform the song to the guys. Uh, so I recognize the the opening notes because um, I listen to the Glee version a lot. And I'm like, wait, they don't do this here, and they just are listening to that uh, on a record on Rachel's room. Um, but yeah, it's Mercedes, Kurt, and Rachel having a sleepover. They're all body bodies again. Um, Talking about boys. He's saying he how he made this whole thing up in his head. Um, and then Mercedes makes the point that, like, all of the, our favorite divas just, like, made made a name out of themselves when they were single. So, mm-hmm. like, basically let go of, of men. Well, um, uh, b- before this, Rachel, because Rachel stole the whole fucking conversation, uh, like, away from, from Kurt and was like, well, this is what I'm going to do to win Finn back. And da, 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 da. She was going to, she's going to give him $100 and because he won't have any change. her gay dads are filthy rich. I swear to God, it comes up in the next episode, too. Like, they're, her gay dad's filthy rich and she just has, like, a credit card. I, I, I would believe that. Daddy's credit card. I would believe that. Um... 
Again, we need a, a, a spin-off. <laughs> Release the tax, <laughs> the tax returns. Tax returns for one Rachel Berry I, and her gay dad. I want a retelling of the entire series, but her two gay dads are their leads. Oh my god, um, yes. And <laughs> Rose and Cranston and Gilson yeah. Stern are dead of And time. then, like we said, like we how Brad is the third. In, yes! In their... Wow, so many spin-off series. I know. And how they are never, like, I love, every episode should be like, Rachel's performing today, like, should we go? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's just, that's the show. And then, like, there's like, bit. random wall, warblers keep coming in and out of the house. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I was about to say, they're too busy swinging, and yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, well, um, they would be friends with Terry Schuster. Would that would be a gag. <laughs> Anything we could do to get Justin a job and back in the role of yeah, Terry Schuster is a the win role, in my the role bottom. everyone's clamoring to get back. <laughs> if there's a Glee reunion, she should she should be the star of it. She like, should be the coach of the Glee club. <laughs> Will died and like go like it starts at his funeral and and she goes and she's so touched <laughs> to reunite with all the Glee kids and, and she's she like in. you know what I should I mean, like and she like sh- this is this could be part of Glee next generation now <laughs> that's basically High School Musical the musical the series so that teacher is Legendary very show. like that's it's a very Will, Will Schuster yeah uh, April Rhodes mesh mm-hmm. of role wow. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. She's she's so touched. She's like, and wow, I need to I need to pick up where my ex husband left off. And she goes back to McKinley High to teach the new direction to teach Beth. Yes, Among them, yeah. Oh. Um, and I mean, we have our our agency has a roster of one client, and that's Leah Michelle. Uh, I think we can add uh, Jessalyn Gisleg. Yes, into that let's and, get her booked and, and busy. Get her booked and busy. Um, so yeah, they they it, they basically said that loneliness will be make them become. Big stars. Mm-hmm. She said something about like choosing between love and talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we get the performance of Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. Which includes the phrase "lardy ladies." Just yeah, I mean, not every known. song by Queen was a hit, so. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. And, um, well, well, and not every movie about Queen is good. I mean, the only movie about Queen <laughs> is not good. So. Um. Then, I mean, what I said is, like, at least the rest of the people are, like, catching on and, like, this is not cool. And Lauren at least gets to the, like, it's not like she's wooed by it, you know? Like, yeah. they, they all see, like, this is not cool, dude. Leah, at one point, does kind of get into it, and she because she gives me a clap, clap. <laughs> um, <I> Rachel's <laughs> feeling the track, I guess. I just noted that all of the eye rolls, Santana's like not having it, not because of the uh, casual fat phobia, but because Puck is interested in someone else that's not her. And then it ends with Lauren being like, wow, I've never had a love song sang to me. Um, Would you think like, oh, for a second. And she's like, and it made me feel like crap. And I was like, thank you. I needed that to Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. the direction we're going here and not that you were actually like taken by that. Yeah. Uh, Then... I don't know what happened, but my note is like, I hate that. I hate that Finn, but I hate Compton Finn even more. Oh, um, it's because he's at the uh, the kissing booth. Because my next note is Becky wants tongue. <laughs> Becky put money down and she gave him several dollars. Yeah, and she was like, I want tongue. And then he, he, was five, he kisses yeah. her on the cheek. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't see him kissing anyone on the mouth, like except Quinn later. Yeah, on. yeah. Like, but he, well, they don't really show him kissing randos. 
Yeah. They're all in, always in line. in line. He's always putting that sign that the kisser is out. <laughs> so Quinn approaches Finn at some point and she's like, I know why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think you can get all the other girls in the school to, to kiss you, that I'll yeah. fall into the peer pressure, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Because she's a feminist he, icon. Because he thinks if he said if he can get Quinn to, to kiss him again, then... Then she will fall. And like, then, as yeah, it was a fun fucking like, and... um, fairy tale. Yes. Like, uh, but then Sam confronts her as well. Like, why Why are you the only girl, like, not doing it? Um, and Quinn is like, wait, are you confronting me for not kissing someone? Okay, I'll go and, like, tomorrow I'll go and kiss him. Yeah. Um, then, but Rachel gets there first. Ugh. Uh, she's like, I'm over you. Uh, not doing it. She puts her dollar in. One dollar. I guess her dad's, like, <laughs> yeah. we're not home. We're like, sorry, sorry <laughs> yeah. we're not giving you a hundred for your ex-boy. Uh, and They're like, do you know how much money we give <laughs> that glee club already? What, what the hell? On the cheek? Wait, I thought you said you were over yeah, me. Uh, I am, but I still, I still want a real kiss. Uh, that was not a dollar I kiss. I knew you were lying about being through with love and all that stuff. Okay, fine. I still love you, okay? Is that what you want to hear? Why can't you just forgive me? You cheated on me. That means something. What does it mean? That I was stupid? That I was angry? I, I don't care about Puck. I don't care about anybody but you. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. I ordered it for you for Christmas before we broke up. Just open it. I thought it was going to be the... You know that Finn necklace yeah. she wears, but it's not. Uh, it's it's a gold star necklace, uh, which which wow. was pretty like oh I yeah I okay, was like for her. and he's like just because we're not together doesn't mean I don't, I don't believe in you like oh. you're still like you know you can still like do big things see like and this is confident Finn he he he's thoughtful uh, I he, guess he's... I mean he does look hotter being confident he does than, um, he does he looks very good in these two episodes uh. Then we get a completely unnecessary number, um, which is Artie and Mike, um, basically saying how happy they are to be paired up. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're like, yeah, because we're dope, line... and like we have, we have, um, like we have girlfriends and no drama. Blah, yeah, they're, blah, blah. They're, it's like a D plot line that like how good things are going for them. Yeah. Like it's a full <laughs> yeah. on, like it gets several scenes, and they perform Michael Jackson's um, PYT. Which is a bop of a song. It's good, and they like there's good choreo because like mm-hmm. Harry Sham Jr. is like working it, but again, like why? <laughs> like, yeah, and it's not even a great like love song. I yeah, think. no. I and don't then, know. then we get Santana like having a change of heart. Well, not having a change of heart, have, like changing, like saying going to to Pug saying like, okay, I get what you're trying to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a, like you. I'm sometimes a bitch, but like I I'll change. And that you can take me back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, that's not what Never I want. Change yourself for a man. Then Lauren walks in, and they are trying to they they start things start getting heat up. Mm. Um, one could say that. And then uh, Santana, not for the first time in the series, uh, gives Lauren a, a small slap, just like not 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 like the other slap she will later Ooh. give in the show. But like you know, like a it's more like a like, tap, like a tap, tap under. One might say, <laughs> Mark Cherry's lawyers might call it a wallop. <laughs> Is that what I? That's like? no, that's that's what they. Okay, so Nicolette Sheridan sued Mark Cherry for slapping her while working on Desperate Housewives, um, and then firing her. Um, 
And uh, they, le- legally, the, the the term they decided upon was a wallop. A wallop. I did not know Which his defense is he did it as a demonstration to her. Of how to do it? Yes. Sure. Uh, <laughs> plug in the, the... Y'all, I followed that court case far too closely at its uh, time. And then we get... I mean, then Santana says that she's from a place called Lima Heights adjacent. Adjacent. Which is the wrong side of the, the track. adjacent really got uh, And then we get into a full cat Girl, fight. full on physical fight. Not even cat fight. Like, she, Lauren is picking her up and throwing her against the full the wrestling match. Repeatedly. Because Santana thought she had it. She was like, you want to go? Let's go. And Lauren was like, LOL, okay, if we must. It's a stark contrast to the... Uh, premiere episode cat fight we got oh my god um she's a mother it's <laughs> she has a family she's a mother then beast in her one appearance in these two episodes uh just said like knock it off oh yeah she says she says knock it off and get going like that's that's how we treat violence in our hallways like could you just just stop and, and uh like santana's limping away like like <laughs> that's how we do it in lima heights or something like that i mean you gotta gotta admire the resilience um then quinn does go and kisses finn as sam watches mm-hmm. they should just have a threesome <gasps> yes yes because remember last episode quinn said that like she was when they were fighting for her she was like this is kind of hot i know so she, she would enjoy it. she's like she's like yeah watch me mm-hmm. kiss finn uh-huh oh my god glow fountain <laughs> Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> that threesome. Yeah, glow. Watch this, and was like, let's let's up it up. Because yeah, because then uh, Quinn, like, she's like, oh, I forgot my purse. Like, oh, she does a lot of sensual whispering to, to no, Finn like, in these episodes. Meet, meet me at the auditorium. Meet me at the auditorium. <laughs> yeah, then we get then we meet Jeremiah. Oh, Jeremiah. Uh the 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 aforementioned junior manager at the Gap. Uh, who's cute, but like not not serenade him after two coffee dates. Uh, yeah. Cute. Oh yeah, that's the other. No, not even coffee date. Like, like he said coffees. So, he said he was. He said something about like we haven't even like gone on a date. Like, da, da, da. well, yeah, no. Like, and afterwards, you're crazy. After Mer- Jeremiah says like we got coffee twice. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, then Kurt is trying to pep Blaine up before, and then they go into a full on performance in the middle of a gap. In the middle store. of a gap store, we love a gap ad. Off Robin Thicke's When I Get You Alone. Which is a bop. I really like this performance because it has, um, it has like the, some of the, because it's acapella it, and, and the music that the Robin Thicke song is sampling has been covered acapella on the show. Yeah. And so it's like mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And it uses like Beethoven's na- like symphony. Like, yeah, exactly. As, as, it has like, like that, that mm-hmm. part in mm-hmm. acapella, which has been used for interstitials and stuff on the show. Like yeah. actually like in a song. I don't know. I yeah. like that no, I mean, part of it. It's a good, it's, it's a, a good, good vocal. Uh, war it's a fun cover. number. Yeah. Um, but the context is not great. <laughs> no. Literal gap at. My favorite part though, are, like there are random wide shots and Kurt's like standing in the corner, like oh, saying no. his part completely dead. Yeah, but just like leaning, like, like, like get me the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, like like um, participating as little as he has. We see to. poor Jeremiah trying to scare you, scurry away. That's the thing, this man keeps walking away from him and he just keeps chasing yeah, him. Yeah, no, with, with like more people like dressed exactly like him. Just yeah. like in uniform, just like <laughs> I would be terrible. Yeah, I, I would be very scared. Um, we then get a jump cut that's <laughs> him saying was that too much? Um, which it was, <laughs> Thank you, Carly Ray. Uh, It was. 
Um, we see Jeremiah walking out of the store, and then he's like, thank you, I got fired. Yep. Um, um, and, and we find out that, yeah, that's when we find out they've got coffee twice. We find out that his coworkers don't know that he's gay. Yeah, he's so not out. that yeah. was outing him. And, uh, this man is older than 18, so it would be, like, weird and creepy and illegal for yeah. them to do things mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Blaine gets his heart broken there. But also, so when he mentions that he wasn't out to his co-workers, Kurt was like, uh, can we talk about the hair for a moment? Because I think they know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I know. Like, wow. He was like, fuck <laughs> your <laughs> closet. Like, clock his hair. <laughs> then we, yeah, because then we get a Santana voiceover. So you're right that this is like mm-hmm. several people voiceover. That's when she said like, um, how, how did I end up single in, in, mm-hmm. in Valentine's Day? Oh, gross. How is this possible? I'm the hottest piece of action at this school, and here I am on Valentine's, single. Whatever. I'll just marry an NFL player. They're super reliable. Wait, that's weird. Quinn's wearing her queen bitch smirk, and Finn only wears that gassy infant look when he feels guilty about something. Holy sweet hell. They're fooling around. I know what cheating looks like. I do it all the time. (laughs) Well, I think it's time to do what Santana does best. Revenge. I love that, like, Naya Rivera had to, like, get called to set and, like, be there for, like, an hour to be like, can we shoot you just sitting in a chair looking increasingly (laughs) devious? Like... Devious maids. I know. Wow, Wow, it was her devious maids audition. Um, Mark Cherry. Wow. (laughs) It's all coming together. Um, then, um, she, she says that she likes to volunteer with sick kids or something, and that's why she has, like, a candy strip, a candy stripe, like, nurse costume sure um which sure that's fully like a gay halloween costume (laughs) also like yes she's also wearing like full-on platform heels like stripper ass heels rachel was right about that pole (laughs) oh yeah i don't know why they like the school lets someone dress like that and just like walk uh she goes to the nurse office which i guess they finally got like a worthwhile nurse (laughs) that's not like just giving vitamin d yeah not getting vitamin d um she goes to visit one of the students that has mono and kisses him. Uh, but she won't get sick because she's had mono so many times it turned into stereo. Ha ha Yes. And then she goes and kisses Finn, like, tongs him down. Yes. Um, and she says, like, oh, I hope that if I have something, it's not contagious. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty smart plan. Like, I, yeah. I, I like the, the development of that. Uh, then we have, then Lauren agrees to go on a date with, uh, Puck. Mm-hmm. And uh, Puck says something about, well, you know, you look the way you look. And I'm, it's just things like that that bother me. Like, yeah, No, it is. It's pretty annoying. Then Quinn and Finn meet up at the auditorium. Sorry, I was at church. And kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Try, and what did he say? Like, he I... He was, like, praying, praying, uh, for the strength to come here. And she was, like, praying, praying for not the strength to. not to. Oh. Bless. Also, I must say... Queen looks incredible in these two episodes. She looks she's so glowing. She's, she's fed. Mm-hmm. She 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 and Corey both look really good mm-hmm. in these episodes. Yeah, they look. You know, she looks. She she's glowing. She's Diana gonna be outfit like after outfit. And like, wait until we get up like Queen dressed as Rachel, because like 
Legendary. Blessed. So important. Um, then, um, in the coffee, I'll call it the coffee bean, even though it's not <laughs> the coffee bean. And the coffee bean, uh, now Blaine is all like, oh, like hard. He says stupid that's love, the most like, like humiliating thing he's ever done, and he's performed at theme, theme parks. parks. <laughs> um, uh, you knew my coffee order. Like, was I supposed to believe that that didn't mean anything? Because, like, yeah. I thought you were Should gonna I, like, I love sing that. to me. Yeah, he was. I think because he, he, he even said, like, you know, we've always been honest with each other. Da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. And I think he did it more from a place of like, like Try- if that just happened to me too. So, yeah, like, like trying to like exactly equalize. It didn't come from like a. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I ask you something? Because we've always been completely honest with each other. You and I, we hang out. We seeing flirty duets together you know my coffee order was i supposed to think that that was nothing what do you mean i thought the guy that you wanted to ask on valentine's day was me wow i really am clueless Look, Kurt, I don't know what I'm doing. I pretend like I do, and I know how to act it out in song, but the truth is, I've never really been anyone's boyfriend. Me neither. Let me be really clear about something. I really, really care about you. But as you and about 20 mortified shoppers saw, I'm not very good at romance. I don't want to screw this up. So it's just like when Harry met Sally, but I get to play Meg Ryan. Deal. Don't they uh, get together in the end? And then Kurt, Kurt doesn't, if I remember correctly, I don't think he, he answers. Answer, he no. just goes straight to ordering his Blaine's drink. coffee mm-hmm. for Blaine. Which is a nice For moment. my friend Billy Crystal yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we see that Lauren uh, stood, uh, stand up, stood, right. stood puck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's making out with a waitress yes. who says uh, that her, her uh, dad was a drug addict. So she has a thing for, for losers. losers. Yeah. And our, our our iconic recurring waitress, the old lady, comes in. It's like you've been gone for twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm, I've been covering your shifts. Like, get your ass back in. Um, and your husband call. <laughs> um, Finn and Queen have mono the next day. They mm-hmm. look like shit. After we just said, like, they look great. <laughs> they they have mono. They look like shit. Um, while another very weird moment happens. Yes, this. This was bizarre. Mm-hmm. So Tina gets a chance to perform. Bless. Like, wow. Because powerful. When does she? Yeah. Then she starts performing My Sweet Valentine. My Funny Valentine? My Funny Valentine. Then she starts performing My Funny Valentine. And midway through it, she just starts sobbing. Well, it's weird from the beginning because it's like piano only. Like, it's just brat. Like, and you can tell, like, it's not like... A produced like studio oh no it's fully version. like did, did not get this is not eligible for our ranking because yeah. it did not get, get a, a single, single version. version. You look so laughable, <laughs> unphotographable. <laughs> yeah, you're my favorite work of 
apart. <laughs> Is your figure less than Greek? <laughs> Is your mouth a little weak? When you open, <laughs> are you smart? Stay, oh God, Valentine. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> Every day is Valentine's Day, <laughs> but I'm with you. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't get what it was supposed to do for us or other than just be a like, place for the mono i think maybe the, the script came at 40 pages instead of 45 <laughs> and like, they were like brad and like whoever ryan ryan just this like, is a truly demented script yeah. i will say because the amount of like rants and quips we get it's very like funny it it's very it's just very pointed i don't know what yeah. it is it's it's dement. Yeah, and it has... It's deranged. This, yeah, this weird, like, almost it a real It just has a weird moment. energy to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, Then Puck confronts Lauren about, like, hey, you... Like, I don't think... I've never been stood out. And he's like, I think, like, she forgets or something. She's oh, like, yeah, well, she was just like, oh, yeah, we have a date, we have don't a date. we? Uh, and she says, like, if you're gonna take it with me, I know, like, you gotta take it slow. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not looking just like... Hush, She's hush, like, hush you out. got a girl pregnant last mm-hmm. year. <laughs> yeah, like, you are that kind of guy, so, like, we're gonna take this slowly. Um, then, I mean, we see Quinn and Finn at the nurse's office. They're, like, you know, all, like, sickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, help me, I'm dying. Um, and she's basically saying that she needs to figure out how she feels about Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of awful. She's like, I might love Sam. I think I love Sam. Yeah. So let me, like, figure this out before... Before I commit or not to having an affair with Yeah. You. Then we see Rachel taking care of... Well, because right before this, Quinn says, like, what about you and Rachel? Because, like, whenever you're not staring at me, you're staring at Rachel. I'm like, literally, when has this been happening? Because yeah. they have not been showing us yeah, that. No, no, we have not seen this. Um... Rachel comes in and takes care of Finn. Mm-hmm. He confesses, or like, I don't know if he's a confession, but he says that he kissed Quinn and whatnot, mm-hmm. and that when he did, he felt and saw fireworks, oh, which we also saw. Fireworks. Like, yeah, they hot, showed us literal cut. fireworks. And then I was kissed. like, oh, this is this will be coming eventually. Mm-hmm. And Rachel was like, well, when you kissed me, did you feel fireworks? Which is an obvious, like, no. Yeah, um, no, ma'am. Sorry. Rachel's like, well, like... That's it? That's it. Um... That's a, that's all I need to know, and you've inspired me for my uh, love song Ugh. of this week, which she's gonna sing to herself. Wow! Uh, and then Powerful. we get a rendition of Katy Perry's "Firework," all with like sparklers in the in the hallway. Cuts to her singing into her hairbrush in the mirror, which we haven't gotten in a her, while. Like, pink hairbrush, Iconic. oh, so important. Um, yeah, she's walking through the hallway. People behind her, like walking by with sparklers. Ugh. She's in the auditorium with like fireworks graphics behind her. Um, it's a it's a it's a good Rachel ballad, like ra- good Rachel it. performance. It's really it's really well made. Also, I I really really like that song, uh, the Katy Perry. Oh um, yeah, of course. Okay. It's, it's yeah. It's it's part. I've said it's, it. I think uh, we mentioned it. I think how Tina Dream is a perfect pop album. So it references American Beauty. Yeah, 
And says a phrase six feet under. under. Yeah. I, literally, I heard that song and I said, wow, Katy Perry confirmed Alan Ball stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, like we said, Teenage Dream is a literal perfect pop album. So mm-hmm. we, we, we love that. Um, then we have uh, the Lonely Hearts Dinner at Breadsticks. Sure. Uh, which uh, Kurt put together for everyone. Uh, she says, "The sing- singles, this is our year." Uh, all the all the her his friends are there gathered, uh, and then the Warblers perform uh, silly love songs, uh, which is cute, which is, I guess. Cute. And we get cuts to all the the couples, and we like... get a look between Sam and Santana. Yeah, which is like Santana. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Where did that come yeah, from? Yeah. Uh, which makes sense in the next episode. I mean, but. yeah, it's, I'm actually, I was actually like, oh, wow. Like, at first I was like, that's really random. Why are they doing that? And then I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess they were at least trying to build some yeah. sort of, they were like, okay, so we're going to have him wave to her yeah. and her look at him seductively. And that's going to be the establishment of chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this is a good number. Aside, I don't like a couple of, well, a while ago, I went to see Paul McCartney in concert. Mm-hmm. Um, and besides, like, the Beatles staples, the one th- song I knew because of this was Silly Love Songs. Wow. I was like, wow, they did it on Glee. Same, like, I think I said this on the podcast when I went to see U2, that the one <laughs> literal song I knew was one because they did I it can't. on Glee. And I waited for that song, and then it came, and then I was like, let's go. <laughs> I mean, we stayed. But, yeah. Because, uh, like, my parents took, like, the whole family. But uh, Yeah, and then the episode ends. That's Ooh. it. Uh, what what's your what would you give this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. I'm giving it a gold mm. ass star. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving I was silly love ones yeah. a gold star. I don't know. It's mainly because it's not bad. It's yeah. actively like besides the um the Puck Lauren stuff, which in my opinion at least gets better handled by the time we get to like post fat bottom girls where Mm -hmm. she's like no that sucked like thanks like i'm like okay cool as long as the show is aware of it and the show is on lauren's side great 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 um i don't know like i said it's very like quippy funny there's a lot of like there's a lot of like iconic like lines Mm -hmm. and like gifts and moments the numbers are good enough i really genuinely think it's just a lack of badness that and i was like oh god i don't remember this episode it's probably horrendous and then i was like oh huh no it was i also enjoyed it i also give it a a gold star more out of a default that it's not bad yeah more than like it's a good episode um but you're right it it pushes the narrative forward it That's, like, that's it actually, like... It's narratively strong. It's very plot-heavy, which is exactly. very strange. Uh, <laughs> for another, like, you could consider theme episode. Yeah. Um, because it's, you know, it's around a... But, like, again, like we said in the in the Super Bowl, like, it's not restrained. And, like, the, the broadest theme you can have is, like, love. Um, but it gave us time to, like, focus on all the show's, like, relationships and characters. Yeah, yeah and exactly. It has almost... No Mr. Shoe. Yes, we helps. love No uh, Sue. No Sue. Uh, um, and it just, yeah, I, I think it, and if, there nobody felt too out of character to me. Yeah, you no, know? it was very consistent. It was, um, it was consistent. There was continuity. Yeah, the fact it, that they acknowledge continuity, um, and they create more momentum for I was like, like. I have no choice but to stand. Yeah, it's my good. new favorite <laughs> episode of Glee. Silly, Silly love, love songs. songs. 
I said fuck the substitute, <laughs> but silly love songs can stay. I know you, uh, and it, that might be an expectation situation entirely, where it was like high expectations. No, for and that also affects it. Like that yeah. also like affects it. Um, okay, let's rank these songs. We have five songs. Um, hmm. Six, if you count my funny Valentine, <laughs> which we are not, which is from Babes in Arms. Just if anyone was curious, which is a. Uh, Musical, 1937 musical, whatever. Um, okay, so we have we have Fat Bottom Girls, originally performed by Queen, performed here by uh, Puck. Oh, won't you take me home tonight? Oh, down beside your red bar light. Oh, and you give it all you got, Fat Bottom Girls, you make the rockin' world. Pretty Young Thing, originally performed by Michael Jackson, performed here uh, by Artie and Mike. You Alone by Robin Thicke, performed here by The Warblers. Oh, I swear there's something when she's pumped and asking for a raise. Well, does she want me to carry her home now? So does she want me to buy her things on my house, on my job, on my loot, shoes, my shirt, my crew, my mind, my father's last name? When I get you alone, when I get you, you'll know, babe. When I get you alone, when I get you alone. Firework by Katy Perry, performed here by Rachel. Silly Love Songs, perf- originally performed by Wings, which is Paul McCartney's band after the Beatles. Mm. Um, uh, performed here by the Warblers. Love doesn't come in a minute. Sometimes it doesn't come at all. I only know that when I'm in it, it isn't silly. Uh, five, I have Fat Bottom Girls, because mm-hmm. just don't need that. Don't need a Puck performance. Don't need it in that context. Don't need Puck. Um, yeah. Uh, don't need, yeah, that song. Don't need any of it. Yeah. Um, four, I have Silly Love Songs, just because I couldn't tell you three details about that performance. I yeah. did not care. I was checked out. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, you already had your one performance yeah. this episode? I don't know what y'all <laughs> it are was, doing. It was, I don't know who told y'all y'all could come back. It but. was a rare, um, 
double warblers. <laughs> well, we don't get any warblers or Kurt next episode, so I guess. Oh, um, Kurt's not in the next episode. You're mm-hmm. right. Huh. Um, three, I have pretty young thing because it's fine. It's, uh, it makes sense to be like, oh, we're going to have already seeing Michael Jackson and have Mike dance because like that's it's exactly good what the theory. show does. But yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Two, I have firework. I think it's a great performance. I love a lot of the things going on. For some reason, something about like some of Leah's like pronunciations or mm-hmm. like her like vocalization with it that doesn't quite work for me. I don't know what it is. It's I real think... specific no, no, phrasing no. and I stuff. I get it. It also like like it feels like she's performing at like an eighty percent in this song. Yeah, like she's not giving it her the the full that this song could give. Exactly. You know. Yeah, and it. Uh, and so at number one, I have uh, when I get you alone because context aside, I don't know. Like I'm also not as familiar with that song and like don't love Robin Thicke, so mm-hmm. it was like, oh well, cool. This is this is a bop. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was fun and I liked. And I, like I said, I liked like the the Beethoven like mm-hmm. no, acapella in there it's going in there because it, it really just like triggered some like nostalgia mm-hmm. like glee yeah. nostalgia yeah, weirdly no, no, enough. No, but you 100%. know what I mean? I was like, oh wow, this is a really cool song to do in the show because of this reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's Great. my ranking. Okay, my number five is Sad Bottom Girls. Uh, I love a queen, but I don't like how they did it. I don't like why they did it. I don't like who did it. It's just, it was just like a n- not smart choice at any point. Uh, number four is Pretty Young Thing. Um, it just like, sure, makes sense. And like, it, it, it's good in theory, but like, it, you can pluck it out of the episode and like n- literally no effect would have. Yeah. Um, number three is Silly Love Songs. Um, I like, I also, I mean, in the, not as much. I think When I Get Alone is a better number, but. I also, like, I listened to all the Warbler song, and, like, this kind of, you know, brought a lot of, like, brought it back to me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Also, we love anything that makes, it's part of the Elephant Love medley from, um, <laughs> oh, from One Rouge. So, that gets a point. Um, I think, uh, I mean, the, the, the other two are, like, very much hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to give two to When I Get You Alone mm. by, uh, to, to, by the Warblers. I love a, a, a flash mob-like number, you know that, and I think this is a great, very, very, very good arrangement for the Warblers. I just, it, it, I don't, I can't remember to separate the creepiness of the situation oh, of totally. him doing it. Uh, so that's my number two, but very close to Firework. I agree that Rachel's like not, while it's a very, very good Leah vocal, um, I think she's not giving it her, her mm-hmm. own. And I think this could have been a bigger number. Like this, we could have ended with this. Like mm-hmm. the episode. Could have I ended thought it was this. weird that it wasn't the ending. Um, and I have such affinity for like the original version of the song. That, yes, you know it's it it kind of has to. Um, but I don't think any of our number ones uh, topple. No, well, that's the funny ones. thing is that I enjoyed this episode, but actually the numbers aren't necessarily like stand Mm-mm. out yeah, at no, all. No. But none of them. But they don't hurt. Well, yeah, yeah, they do, they're not like awful. And, like, they help the plot. Like, yeah. It's good. Uh, awesome. Okay, so we are going to be taking a quick break, and we'll be right back. Duh. 
Has your child been thrown into a locker by a fellow student, or worse, a celebrated educator and former administrator? Was your child pressured and manipulated into endangering themselves in situations as potentially fatal as launching themselves from a cannon? Has your child been a victim of bullying, homophobia, and violence, perhaps even to the extent of receiving death threats? Or worse, egged in the parking lot by her ex-boyfriend who very suddenly went through a villainous personality change? Did your child abandon you and your family on Christmas Eve in order to go hang out with their creepy, overly friendly choir director? And have these very serious issues persisted without being properly addressed by school administration? It sounds like your child goes to McKinley High. Many concerned citizens in the Lima, Ohio area have noticed a pattern of increasingly dangerous and inappropriate behavior occurring at the local high school. Join the dozens of parents in our class action lawsuit against the school administration and staff for the gross malpractice and negligence happening in McKinley's hallways. For more information and to join our fight for your children's future, call the offices of Redwick, Bozeman and Lockhart at 567-SUE-SHU. Again, that number is 567-SUE-SHU. Because being a part of this class action lawsuit makes you a part of this class action lawsuit. It's a lawsuit. Oh my god, we're back. We Some are. might call it a comeback. Um, Some might. And uh, um, this is like to... we promised last episode, this is where we talk about season two of HBO, The Comeback. Oh, yes. So season two, episode one, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Girl, I would. Don't tempt I me. Wish, yeah. <laughs> I would say, fuck Glee. Fuck my two and a half pages of notes. Oh. No, we will be talking about season two, episode 13, Comeback. Are Is written... it comeback or the comeback? It's just comeback. Oh, sadly. damn. Uh, written by Ryan again, so we get two Ryan episodes. And directed by returning favorite Bradley Beaker. Aired originally on February 15th, 2011 uh, to an audience of 10.53 million US viewers. Uh, this is not a theme episode. I mean, I guess yeah. so, but... Well, we're... yeah, loosely. Regressar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For, yeah, it <laughs> opens with fucking Mr. Shoe. They got us, though, because he was writing on the whiteboard. Yeah. But it was in Spanish, in y'all. Spanish, in and, Spanish class. And he <laughs> like, learned what? something in, in his class. He wrote Regresar, uh, which he says, to come back. Uh, also, this is like a tangent, and I might cut it if we we're out of time. But uh, every every time I heard the word come back, I always think, have you seen that Parks and Recreation blooper? Um, no. Well, it's, I mean, maybe. Yeah, it's this, uh, it, it's like a town hall. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're talking about comebacks. They, they're saying, like, ooh, like, we can be a comeback. And they're just, like, mentioning famous comebacks. Like, the Mighty Ducks. Or, like, and it was one the of those things where they're, like, Ducks. just, like, improved. Uh-huh. Uh, and, like, I, and I hate to give credit to Chris Pratt, but Ugh. it was a Chris Pratt moment. Uh, and I'll plug the other here. But um, he says, like, ooh, like, Kim Kardashian. And they're, like, well, now, like... I, I wouldn't call that a comeback. And he goes like, yeah, no, I think there was come on her back in that video. <gasps> and, <laughs> and everyone, like, oh breaks. Everyone loves a good comeback story, right? Seabiscuit, The Mighty Ducks, Robert Downey Jr., uh, who Rocky. Else? Yes. Kim Kardashian. Kim, well. Well, in the video, she gets, she gets come on her back, I think. <laughs> 
like all the cast members just like Rada just like starts. Like, <laughs> of course, like, she would be um, the first. Like laughing out loud. And so now every time I hear the word comeback, I just, just think, think of that moment. There was come on her. There back was come on her back. Movie. I think. So yeah, I hate to give credit to him, but but that was it, funny. that was very funny. So yeah, so they as he's teaching Spanish. Emma comes back running uh, dramatically, <laughs> like she does whenever there's bad news. She really does run dramatically down those halls quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, and she's like, Becky found a Sue's journal, and uh, it it it's something bad, and they read it, and it's like goodbye cruel world or something. Mm-hmm. And then what what is she, she says, committing? I'm committing Sue aside, which I'm like, great, I hate this already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate this already. They. They abandoned this pretty quickly. Yeah, like this thank God, because really I was going to be, like, furious. Yeah, but that was not a promising start. Um, then they go to her house uh, with all, you know, the trophies and whatnot, and they find find her, uh, quote-unquote, passed out on her bed. But she's uh, just eaten a bunch of gummy vitamins. I don't feel a pulse. She doesn't have a pulse. Oh, no, yeah, I do. Oh, I just stopped my own heart. It's my CIA training. These gummy vitamins didn't work at all. I was told you take in a vitamin A and you drift off into a blissful oblivion. Instead, my face just got really hot and my jaws sore from all that chewing. <sighs> I have nothing to live for. It's not untrue. Well, Emma, we did not come here to give her a pep talk. I'm sorry, Sue, but you brought this on yourself. I am well aware of my situation, Will. After my humiliating failure to qualify for nationals, there is nothing for me or my Cheerios to do for the rest of the year. Why don't you do what other cheer squads do? Namely, cheer for the teams at the school. Yeah, like, that's gonna happen. Uh, I think they're trying to help her. Or, like... Yeah, they're actually, like, being nice and, like, trying... Like, I'm like, why are y'all looking out for Sue? Yep. Uh, then my next note is Queen in a beanie. Uh, oh, she yep. again. She looked hot mm-hmm. these episodes. Uh, she's she's uh, with Sam. Uh, she has made up a lie that she did not kiss Finn, uh, and oh, that's how she got the good mono. Lord, she saved his life when he choked on a gumball. Which Sam was like, "Oh yeah, I totally almost choked on a mm-hmm. gumball once." Mm-hmm. So uh, because Finn literally said in the last episode, uh, Sam is dumb enough to believe whatever you tell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, wow. We also find out. I'm like, bitch, you believed that a hot tub got your girlfriend pregnant. So don't go talking about what people will and won't Uh believe. Uh, Maybe that that was him referencing, though, that like you just make up stupid (laughs) lies to tell people about times you cheat on them. So here's one. That would have been a good thing to reference back. Yeah. Um, Then we find that Sam has a one-man band. Dear Lord. um, Called... The Justin Bieber experience. Absolutely not. Because Justin Bieber was a thing. Yeah. Back then. Huge. Like, But like early. You know, As early, Finn early says, piece. king of YouTube. Mm-hmm. So he basically performs at Beth Mitzvah's um, uh, doing a Justin Bieber impression. Mm-hmm. And the Good girls thing. go crazy. Yes. They all tackle him to the ground and start like... Tossing her, his hair? Yes. No, but they're like... All, they're also, their hands are all over him. They're like... Tickling him, maybe? I'm very <laughs> confused, and I don't like it at uh, all. Then we get Rachel on the cape. <gasps> okay, thank you. Yes. I wrote the words, Rachel's iconic. Uh-huh. Like, obviously talking about something, but I mean, got distracted by something else. Rachel. But it's also, yeah, just t- tea. Rachel mm-hmm. is iconic. She's following Brittany, who is wearing leg warmers on her arms. Yes. Which... 
we will reference this back, but like such a look. It's such a, a serve. <laughs> um, like we're gonna bring this trend back and be like See, glee catch, us, catch us at WeHo this weekend, just like <laughs> with, with leg warmers <laughs> on our arms, serving for the gods. Yeah. Um and Ra- we we learned that Rachel basically has been paying Brittany half of her allowance, which, which shouldn't is be pr- probably a, a healthy amount of money considering her fathers are filthy rich yeah, homosexuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that she would start copying the way she dresses and start a trend because Rachel's mounting a comeback. Hey, Brittany, we need to talk. Why are my leg warmers on your arms? I got cold. But no, we had a deal. Okay, as I explained, I am in the midst of a career resurgence, okay? I'm done with boys, and I'm concentrating fully on my career now. The only way to make a complete comeback is to dominate popular discussion, maybe launch a trend or two. I gave you half of my allowance so you could take a signature look of mine and make it popular. And we decided that leg warmers are more likely to catch on than reindeer sweaters. Yes, precisely, but it won't work if you insist on wearing them incorrectly. I didn't realize that there were rules. Of course there are rules. They're leg warmers. Well, can I wear them that way tomorrow? I wore a tank top today because I thought it was summer. No one ever taught me how to read a calendar. Fine, fine. And when people ask you who gave you the inspiration for your new accessory, you're going to say, I'm just copying. I'm just copying Rachel Berry. Fantastic. These episodes are weird. Like, it's... I'm glad we watched the two these two specifically together because mm-hmm. they really go hand like, in they hand. They go hand in hand quite yes. well. Mm-hmm. It's probably the only time on the show that's ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, the reason Sam chose Justin Bieber is apparently because there's nothing more rock and roll than Justin Bieber. Which rock and roll is something to say. Yeah. Sue is bullying everyone again. She fully like, throws bully. Tina into a locker. Tina has been taking a lot of falls lately. <laughs> like she, she, had, she got tackled. She fell to the ground in that funny Valentine performance. She did, and uh, I'm later on. About Lauren Zaitis kicks her while performing. <laughs> yes, like, shoves her to the ground. Poor Tina. Like maybe that's the physical violence for yeah. Tina has to stop. She's gonna get us. She's gonna develop a stutter genuinely. Uh, she keeps stays winning though. Um, also, when Sue was throwing these children around the hallway, the only three words I could think of were. It's a lawsuit. It is, <laughs> but it is though. <laughs> but violence in the school, nobody gives a shit. So uh, there is money to be made at McKinley High, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let me take them to court. Let's get a class action going. Then Will is complaining to Emma about this, and Sue comes in saying if she can hang herself on the yes. on her, the rafters of her office. Ha, 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 because ha, ha. her own house is best. I love suicide humor. I think it's really hilarious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just really funny. Mm-hmm. And then Emma makes the suggestion that Sue should join Glee Club because Will asks her, like, have you had any, like, Good Joy. moment, yeah. Have moment. you felt anything? And, and she, she said, "Like, yeah, I had. I had to remember the song she listened to, uh, and like, I sang along, and like, it made me feel good." Yeah. And then Emma's like, "Well, you should join, uh, because you know that's that's what you do." Like, she's like, "Music can help. Yeah, music can help improve the mood. It's like studies say it can help with depression." Da 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 da. She gives. She's like, "I even have a pamphlet mm-hmm, on yeah. it. The pamphlet, which we love her pamphlet <laughs> titles always. This one was, I'm too depressed to even open this pamphlet, which is a mood. Yeah. That's me n- not looking for a therapist because yeah. it's a lot of work to try and find a new therapist. I can't even open this tablet. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> Sue thinks says, um, at that point she'd do anything. Uh, and this is... Many... Will was very against it. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? He was like looking yeah. her in the eyes yeah. like, what have you I just mean, which done? I would too. Yeah, same. Uh, but and... I'm honestly surprised it wasn't his idea because yeah. he's so stupid. And again, this episode is not as, as egregious as like, say, a very Glee Christmas. But it's, again, it does just what it wants. It's with weird. Sue. Yeah. In that, well, like... this all gets a little better soon. There's a reveal coming up that I'm like, okay. Yeah, but still, it's... But then we get, like, the whole hospital moment. Yeah, it's, no, like, it's all over the know, place with Sue this episode, mm-hmm. honestly. Then at the choir room, Mr. Shu says that he got in the mail the who they're going to be doing in regionals. That we know they're doing the Warblers. Who are they competing again against, Michael? <gasps> The legends, the icons, the heroes, my kings, my queens, oral intensity. Oral intensity. Wow. I hope they do the title track from Xanadu. Uh, Like, wow. They said Xanadu lives. Um, We stand oral intensity. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. We get to see them again. I hope we get to hear more from them this time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and he says that I got emotional Oh yeah no it, I, did, I did not remember that No part. And I, I love um, When they mentioned The Warblers Like he was like You know we're gonna be Going up against Kurt uh, Sue Cause Sue's now In the room now She yeah. went like Sweet porcelain Yeah <laughs> Which I love Mr. Shu says This year regionals Has a theme Which is anthems I love a good theme yeah. I don't remember If it <clears throat> actually carried Through two regionals FYI But Really? Yeah well, Anthem is also a very loose, a very right? loose theme. Uh, and he's like, "Well, this week we will be all performing um, anthems," uh, which I guess, I guess. maybe. So, um, but the first one we we get is um, oh, Sam performing "Baby." Yes, uh, which I I say it's an arguable anthem. Uh, I, like I told sure, you, I think sure. it did define a because he did generation. say like, yeah, this is the whatever of a generation. Mm-hmm. But like, he starts dancing at one. Point. Oh no, I don't need any of. I don't that's need happening. that. Um, uh, it's a very. I don't need it. I, well, it can Queen go. is like not having it at first. She's like, no. Like, but then no. there, then that's where the Santana fanning herself gift yeah. comes uh-huh. from. Yeah, which. I was not expect. I was I was thinking maybe that's when the Ricky Martin like teacher comes in. And, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not expecting it to be Sam doing baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin Bieber cosplay. Um, also, it needs worth noting uh, that when asked what an anthem was, Britney said it's the bottom of an ant's pants, which I was like, what? Um, but. And him. Aunt Hem. Yeah. And honestly, it takes a smart person, I think. <gasps> Am I low-key supporting the Britney's a genius uh, the, uh, plot line plot from line? later? Because <laughs> I was like, wow, Aunt Hem. I really never thought about yeah. it like mm-hmm. that. Like, she could be right. She like, could be right. It takes a, takes a smart person to think of that wrong an answer, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. No, I... Like, she knows what a hem is. I was just surprised. Hey, she is a fashion icon. <laughs> well, that, that. that episode the episode does say yeah. it. Uh, then all the boys want to join in, in in the Justin Bieber experience. Because they're they're in a post-Valentine's Day lull, which the example we get is like Mike and Tina making out while she's playing Angry, Angry Birds, Birds. Which was also like dated twenty yeah, very that. Like, yeah, very that. And then we get my favorite repeating bit where he's like, 
well, what if I show you my abs again? And she's like, ugh, I guess. If and you want just, to. He just shows us his abs. And, and, he, and I'm like, all, well, all of them. Thank you. Every single ab. Those then, SAG-nominated abs. Then we get uh, a freeze frame of a moment uh, that we had to pause. And an Easter egg, uh, yes. would, you, would you call it? Because uh, there's a whole scene developing, but the first frame we get is Rachel's to-do list oh, on her locker legend. room. We had to stop and and record every <laughs> that, single that's item. That's why the there. podcast exists, so that we yeah. can stop and record things on Rachel's to-do uh, list. Do you want to take the, the first item? First thing is Celine Dion's birthday with three exclamation points. Mm-hmm. I notated the punctuation yeah. and stylization Sweet. around each. Uh, second one is friend request Barbara Streisand again. Again, y'all, with two exclamation points. Then we have Anne Margaret in concert with a heart after it, which I just love that we went to Anne yeah. Margaret next. Yeah. Stop. I'm just that we love Anne, that choice. Anne Margaret tries to throw away a, what, a piece of paper <laughs> yeah. in a trash can. Yes. Um uh, then we get uh, Avatar on Ice, which has audition. Yes, she's auditioning for Avatar on Ice. This episode has far too many Avatar references, and by that I mean two. Um, yeah. But that one also mo- that one has stars all around it. And finally, we get something we can't we oh. like we can't figure out because it, it it cut too fast before we can read. Um, and it's teach toddlers and we don't Something. know the rest. Oh. Uh, so if you know we what Rachel Berry <laughs> had to teach toddlers, please let us know. <laughs> this is important investigative journalism. Yes. Uh, and then well, after this, the scene actually continues. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the episode see... really doesn't stop there. Uh, then we get another one of, of Rachel's signature face drops. Oh. Uh, when she sees that every other girl in the school is wearing uh, leg warmers, uh, arm warmers. Uh, she goes up to Brittany and they're like, what the fuck? Like, I told you to, like, make my outfits a trend. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm so sorry, Rachel. I just sort of caught on. I see that. Okay, that is not what we agreed upon. I want my allowance back right now. It's already gone. My uncle lost his job and his goat was going hungry, so I spent it on food for the goat. I mean, sort of. The goat just ate the money. Okay, the, the only way to proceed is for you to come to school dressed exactly like me. What does that look called? Sexy schoolgirl librarian chic. All right, you better get a move on, okay? Kids are us closes at 6 p.m. sharp. Go, Brittany. Then we get the reveal that you said about Sue, I think. I think that's what you meant. Uh, when she reveals that she's trying to infiltrate the Glee Club, and is that the reveal you meant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, she, yeah that she's been, she was like, my plan worked. I'm now going to destroy Glee Club from the inside. Yeah, so she's basically been faking being depressed so she can uh, So I'm like, okay, infiltrate. great. As long as we're like... Yeah, not playing around with it. Yeah. But again, like I think you still are. Um, yeah. A little bit. Dear Journal, my lust for life is renewed. I have found myself dropped behind enemy lines, poised to destroy the Glee Club from within. Schuster and his guidance counselor, Ginger, fell for my pity party, hook, line, and sinker. And now I'm in and ready to sink them once and for all. Thus begins my plan. I will pit the clubbers against one another, rupturing the group internally until it explodes like a ripe zit. Uh, we get the we get her talking to both Mercedes and Rachel, asking them advice on how to be a diva, and she's basically bouth mouthing uh, each other and like saying like well, the other said. She also, I believe, tells Mercedes that she was once a tambourine player for 
Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so she's just, yeah, she, each one asking them for diva advice, which they're they're both perfectly in character. You have to play the Rachel clip where she talks about like pushing the emotion away and then like... Oh, it's iconic. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I have to say I'm flattered and shocked that you came to me. Oh, come now, Michelle. It doesn't humble me too much to say I simply need your tutelage. Well, I'll say this. Being a diva is all about emotion. In fact, you feel so much emotion that it cannot be physically contained. Sometimes you have to close your eyes and turn your head and push, push your feelings away. They're that big. Because both of their interpretations of diva are completely different. It's very like... Yeah, on spot, like on... And like very character. Yeah, very mm-hmm. on character for them. But then also the way Sue was talking to each one, like Sue was like trying to meet them at their level yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which no, like mm-hmm. Mercedes just came across as like, oh, great. Well, this is weird now. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Ra- but like Rachel, I forget what it was. It was like some specific word mm-hmm. she used, but she just sounded more like... Yeah. And then when they each hear that the other one has been like supposedly saying... Like, they're not talented. They're not talented and whatnot. They, like, face up in the hallway and it's like... Which... We'll do... Like, we'll solve... Well, settle it the only way we know. Yeah. Doing, like, a diva off. <clears throat> Which, uh, my first... I would be like, wait, that's weird that we both heard somebody tell us that, like, someone's talking shit on us. Who did you hear that from? Mm-hmm. Oh, Sue. Oh, Sue. Me too. Oh, weird. You know, Sue always hates us and tries to, like, tear us down and, like, rip us apart. Maybe this is part of that. Oh, yeah, totally. Cut credits. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. <laughs> While you were saying that, the, like, you did it in the same tone as the Jasmine Masters, like, calling for jobs <laughs> on, the, on KFC. It? Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. KFC, do you, are you hiring right now? <laughs> yeah, I'll go out and fill an application. Plug <laughs> uh, that audio. that audio. <laughs> Hi, Taco Bell. Yes, are you hiring today? Oh, great. I will be down there and fill out the application. Thank you. KFC. Hi, how are you? Are you hiring today? Oh, great. I will be down in momentarily to fill out the application. Thank you. Oh, we one stand of, Jasmine, Masters. Jasmine Masters. She has something to say. Um, <laughs> um, Mercedes does tell Rachel that there's only one I in Diva, and that's me. Mm-hmm. And she follows that up by telling her that she's going to go home and put her cross trainers on. You want to know why? Because I'm going to do some runs. (laughs) I'll be like, I was like, wow. I'll be Um, doing some runs. Yeah, this show still has some good lines. Then we get the the second uh, performance in the show's history of Somebody to Love. Uh, (laughs) Not not the one you're thinking Not the best. Uh, It's another Bieber number. Yeah, I'm Um, like, why did we get cursed with two Justin Bieber songs? uh, Now it's the four of them. Now it's the the full Justin Bieber experience. Yeah, the boys all wanted in. So Uh, now they're in a band. Now it's the four of them together. Yeah, it's at the auditorium. It's uh, spotlights and magnesium powder. I was going to say, yeah, Uh, there's like powder chalk shit mm -hmm. that they're throwing around. It's weird. Mike smacks his ass at one point with it. (laughs) I don't um, know. I did not need this. Yeah. It's, but it, but I it's, guess better than the other one because it has more production value. Yeah, but I like, I, but don't I don't care. And I think it's a better song than the baby. But. Um, sure. I've already forgotten how it goes. Yeah. That, but we do get an iconic Quinn moment afterwards. Because earlier, like, Finn tried to make a date with her on a, fr- uh-huh. like, on a Friday. And then after they perform, like, Quinn just, like, goes in. Like, well, because she's, she's, yeah, they're, they're, they have a coaster coloring date on Friday. Yeah. 
So after so she says, "Not Quinn just goes to Finn and goes like, now I can't do Friday anymore." Uh, um, like all sassy and like, horn. Like Diana Grant's voice is like very sultry. Yeah, but when she like infuses it with more, it's like it's great. Um, also, Finn. Uh, right before that, I just had such a great like confused face at the girls reacting to the Justin mm-hmm. Bieber song mm-hmm. so well. Yeah, which I really loved. Um, then Santana approaches Sam and is basically like, I mean, you know that. She, like, that was an entire lie about uh, saving his life. Like, yeah. you, you were just telling that to yourself so that you could stay together. But, like, I'm, I'm offering you my services as a mistress. Iconic. <laughs> Words I've surely um, never said yeah. before. Despite the fact that your mouth-to-face ratio is, like, way off, you still somehow manage to be cute. But make no mistake, every time you open your humongous mouth to do an impression or moisten an enormous stamp for a lazy giant, you take one step closer to everyone seeing that you are actually a dork. Which is where I come in. I hereby offer my services as a mistress. I wants on them froggy lips, and I wants on them now. But I'm dating Quinn. And this just in, she cheated on you. No, she didn't. Look, I know you're as dumb as a bag of wet hair, but you know in your heart she's lying. That gumball story was insane. You're choosing to believe it so you can still be with her. Uh, then again, we get another Puck Lauren moment uh, after the performance. He says, like, I've, I've been doing everything. Like, just tell me what I need to do to yeah. get you. Uh, and she's like, okay, I have an idea. So, like, meet me later or whatnot. Um, I just noted that I, again, like like her assertiveness and how she's oh, taking yes, control exactly. of the she's, she's very, like, assertive... She's very not, like, taking his shit, mm-hmm. not falling for his shit, and we love that. Yeah. Uh, then we get them walking to the auditorium. Brittany is re- is dressed like Rachel. Oh! Uh, full headband, full, rain, like, horse sweater, knee-high tights, like, full-on. And then we get the diva off, which, oh. again, as I mentioned, Mr. Shu fully supports yeah. and enables. It's almost like he's fostering a negative environment for these children that then creates and he, perpetuates toxic behavior. Yeah, he announces it. We're having another diva off. Um, Sue said she wants it to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rachel introducing the diva off. She's like, I convinced Mercedes that a good diva off must come from the Broadway catalog. Mm-hmm. And so something about like, so obviously I have a yeah. home field advantage. Yeah. Uh, and then they do a frankly very iconic performance. It's really good. Of Take me or leave me from rent, um, which has a full arc. In, in, yes. In, in the, in oh the my middle. god! No, the growth in the number they yeah. did it all. Because they, really they start hating each other, and by the end, they're both equally surprised with each other's vocal powers, uh, and like friends again. Yeah, you can see like in the final verse that they're like just like like oh shit, this is fun. We're like singing so well together. Mm-hmm. Like this is a great number. Yeah. Um so the power of rent. Wow. And nobody nobody wins or loses the diva yeah. off. And it's also they just do Idina's Yeah, no, parts, I agree. Right? And I was going to mention that because <clears throat> like when this origin I I played this track like two like mm-hmm. I wore it out. So, and by this point, I, I mean, I was familiar with Rant, but, like, not too familiar with Rant. Like, oh, okay. I, I, like, I didn't have it on rotation or whatnot. Yeah. So, like, there was a point in my life where I was more familiar with this version of Take Me or Leave Me <laughs> than... Um, I love that. ...the, whatever, either both original musical or movie, whatever. Um, and this version really fucks up the parts. In yeah. In the way that, like... 
they only do Edina's part, uh-huh. and they, like, go back and forth. Which kind of makes sense, because it wouldn't have made sense for, uh... Yeah, no, it makes sense in the context, like, but the me, Joanna like, part. I still get weirded out, like, listening to the original one. That's ones, so funny. Because, like, it, like, only one person thinks the entire thing, yeah. when I'm just used of, like, them switching... That's so funny. ...that part, and, like, Joanne... Mm-hmm. Fuck Joanne's lives. Yeah, they're really like, sad. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, none of them are Joanne's, and it makes sense. Like, no, like do the meanie part. It does, and it, it's it's very. Like, I also love it. That, fits very well. Yeah. It's just weird for me. I also love that by sharing the verses like that. There are times where it seems like where it's like Amber like cuts her off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is fun. Yeah, it's a great performance. It's a great performance. They're friends by the end. They, it has an an arc. Sue's pissed. Mm-hmm. She is. She's like, that's that's not what I wanted here. And, and Will's like, but it was it was all about love or whatever. I don't know. Uh, then Mr. Shu decides she wants to t- he wants to take uh, Sue somewhere. Uh, he ends up taking her to a pediatric cancer hospital, uh, where he apparently goes once a week, once a month, uh, to sing to children. Uh, they bond with children and sing to them. And sure, it's like a nice scene, but like also, why are you giving us Sue humanizing again? Where yeah, I al- but I will say I like to know that Will has other things going on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's you good said to know, that she, it's good to know Will be, does things. You said he should be fucking that nurse. Maybe he is. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, there's like, this, there's this, this, this female nurse that's like working with the children. Clearly, like has a functioning relationship with Will. I'm like, you're single. Emma's married. There's this hot nurse, and you, you haven't look been. In... Re- you look real good in front of her because you come and sing to these kids, and they love you. And you mm-hmm. also aren't doing like, like I fully believe Will Schuster does this. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, no, of course. It, like, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, what's it, her Will? story? <laughs> yeah, right. Who is she? Who is what she? does she know? Um, then we get oh. The rest of the girls. Everyone. Everyone in full Rachel outfit. We first get Quinn, who looks incredible. She looks so good. She looks so good. In, like, headband, full red, uh, horse sweater, um, tights. Like, it's it's an iconic look. Full Rachel Berry drag. Um, We get Santana with the bangs. Um, Oh, and she's got a red headband. We get Tina, a... Look, cute. I know that we've had our differences, but I can't lie. That outfit is amazing on you. It looks good on everyone. Penny loafers and tights? Genius. Outrageous. I mean, my carousel horse sweater should make me look like an institutionalized toddler, but no. I look hot and smart. I feel like Michelle Obama. Oh my god, you guys look amazing. <laughs> Seriously, she's a genius and an icon. Who is? Brittany, who did you think? Who knew that taking off that Cheerios uniform would turn her into a fashion institution? Is this a joke? No, that sweater is. Who wears a reindeer sweater? Uh, all three of you? No, this is a carousel horse. If you want to know what to wear, just look to Brittany. Look, she took the look from me, okay? I paid her. You're a terrible liar, Rachel. I can't believe you would take this away from poor Brittany. It's sad. You're just sad. And then they, they, someone, Quinn also said, that's so rude to poor Brittany. And I'm like, so y'all are aware of what y'all do to this woman. <laughs> Just so you know, you know she's stupid. You feel sorry for her. Yeah. And yet, yep, yep. We manipulate uh, and take advantage of her. So Rachel goes to 
to Britney mm-hmm. um, and wants her money back. And it's before Britney had fed the money to a goat. Uh, but, uh, this time she says, I, I used it to pay a publicist because she's been like named by something like the top trendsetter, yeah, trendsetter the, the, the or something. The trendiest girl in America. There we like go. Mm-hmm. And she's getting interviewed by Teen Vogue yep. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and te- she tells Rachel, like, you're not a trendsetter. Oh, like, she tells her she looks like a cat having its temperature taken mm-hmm. and then screaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, she, she said that's what people see when they see her. I was like, oh my. That's rude. It's so um, rude. Then we get uh, Lauren Zeiss' performance. Uh, because... We, we skipped over, but she and Puck meet up at the wrestling. Uh, yeah, we see her wrestling guys. Wrestling guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's, she's kicking all their asses, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I want to perform a song, but I'm very nervous. He's mm-hmm. like, just envision everyone in their underwear just to make them feel more vulnerable. Um, and now she's performing this number. Um, and we get to see them all in their underwear. See, yeah, we get to see Sue in a full donatrix. <laughs> that was, that's a great yeah. detail. Like, full, so when, when we cut to everyone in their underwear, Sue's in, like, head-to-toe leather. leather. Like, it's perfect. Mask we like get it. shirtless Sam, which we always love a shirtless Sam. Shirtless we get Mike. more Harry Shum mm-hmm. Jr. abs. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. so... It's fun. Yeah. And what? then Lauren's performing um, I Know What Boys Like by The Waitresses. Uh, she starts with off... With Britney and Tina. Yes. She starts off nervous, and then, like, she looks to puck at the guitar, and he mouths underwear, and that's when we get, like, the underwear scene. And then... And it started as, like, a... Same thing as, like... Tina's thing from last episode where it clearly didn't seem like studio mix like yeah. whatever whatever and then like yeah, once no, she it, got it the quote unquote confidence mm-hmm. we get the the, the glee the yeah. parentheses glee version yeah and um, um I think it's it's a f- okay number no it was fun it was, it was fun. good it we like that she gets a, a full number of her own yeah and, you know? and I think she looked she, great I was gonna say I loved her like dress moment I liked that once she like got the confidence or whatever she like sold the number um yeah i thought it was really fun it's not like a next level iconic glee performance yeah. or anything but um yeah i really enjoyed but it like as an introduction of her as a soloist and was, like was tina and, and i think it fits her character yeah exactly and like, tina yeah. and britney were fun dancers she said it would be her national anthem if she were the leader of a country mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm, flag would mm-hmm. be her middle finger or yeah, something yeah. like that we love it. Um, then Sue uh, goes to Mr. Shu saying he wants to perform, an, she wants to perform a number. She's like, your kids are not doing the assignment. Yeah, she um, was like, which just reminds me of, uh, like, was it Mashups episode where they didn't do a single mashup? Yeah, 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 yeah. very <laughs> much like, that. like, call it out, Sue, mm-hmm. call it out. And, and he's like, well, that sounds like you want to perform. And she's like, well, yeah, but like, I can't, like. But I can't I do, can't it, do alone. it alone. Uh, and then we cut to them performing, for some reason, in full lumberjack outfit. I was so confused. They're in flannel. Finn's wearing a beanie. They're wearing other winter yeah, hats. Like full... Um... There actually were a lot of hats in this episode. And I thought it was weird until, like, at one point, Sue came down the hallway. When she's throwing the kids into the locker, she says, I hate hats. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's, like, ripping hats off of everybody. But then it still never really went into anything. So it's yeah. like, we just had a lot of hats here. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and they perform My Chemical Romances Sing. A song I really like. And as I pointed out, it's thematic because it's they're having a thematic. literal like comeback tour right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, uh, interesting. And I, I mean, and I think the song as a whole is just very thematic to the show. Oh, yes. Um, I think it's just very weirdly placed. 
Definitely. Um, in this and, like, episode. Sue looks so happy. Sue's, like, living yeah, I her mean, fantasy with the Glee the kids. The fact that it's a, it's put in a episode about comebacks and that it's framed as a number that Sue is performing as, like, her quote-unquote redemption, even if it's a fake one. And she picked and it she, out. And she even, er, like... Because she's apparently been moved by the... Now we're supposed to believe it's, like, actually genuine because she was moved by the by hospital the kids, yeah. But the fact that, like, she doesn't even, like, have a feature vocal in it. Like, yeah, it's no. weird. I think this would have made a good, like, competition number. Yes. Um, uh, but, I don't know, it's, it's a weird... And I also wore this particular track like damn oh really like, i love this version of that thing like i love it um but then we have like five more minutes of show like this is the yeah it was episode. weird that it wasn't the end either mm-hmm. yeah we have sam and quinn breaking up because uh he's now dating santana because he tells she, she told yeah him well he starts is. the conversation uh or he says something speaking in Navi, which is the language from Avatar. Oh, so there's our second Avatar, yeah. right? He, and he says, Santana told me to stop speaking Navi. And she's like, why are you talking to Santana? Yeah. And it turns out. But, okay, so what was weird is whenever she was, like, talking to Finn about, like, how she's going to stay with Sam or whatever, she keeps repeating, like, Sam's an artist. Sam's an artist. Like, because of his Justin Bieber band, I guess. Yeah, and because I... they're going uh, coaster painting also, and like, color me anything, mine. like... Finn is more of an artist. And, like, they're both not even artists. No, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it's so weird. Yeah, it's but, funny. so, yeah. So, he he dumps her uh, to go be with Santana. Because he also says, like, you know, I know that you cheated on me. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, and they part ways. Then we get... Um, then at the choir room, um, Mr. Shu... Um, Sue's not there anymore. And he's like, we should, I know, we should thank her because he, she gave us, like, a good number for a regionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Rachel stands up and says, like, yes, that was good, but that was not good enough for regionals. Mr. Schuster, I think that our admiration for Coach Sylvester might just be a little premature. While I love my chemical romance, and I think we all kicked butt on that number, as our team leader and arbiter of all that is good, I, I have to say that I don't think that that song is good enough for regionals. The Warblers have Kurt and Blaine as their, like, one-two punch, and Oral Intensity kicked our butt last year. We can't just do any song to beat either of those teams. You mean a number where you don't get to sing the entire song. Guys, this isn't about me. What do you suggest, Rachel? We, we need to be bold and, and, and epic. We need to write our own original music for regionals. We need an, an, an undisputable advantage. Oh, check out Dwarf Diane Warren. Look, we can't lose regionals again this year you guys okay you you have to trust me i feel really really strongly about this um which we love planting a seed that actually gets watered yes because the regionals episode is not for a couple of episodes uh and the fact that this is planted early on it's it's good uh and but they all shut her down they're like no man yeah no instantly (laughs) like they voted against it Mm -hmm. um but she literally uses as like part of her defense she's like you know we know the warblers are great and Oral intensity kicked our butts last year, which, which is you pointed out untrue, but factually true because, in my opinion, oral intensity did kick their butts because yeah. they did a number yeah. of things they had to do. Yeah, but however, however, by the rules, oral of the intensity judging, played third. Yeah, um, that much is true, and it unrightfully so. Yeah, then we see Sue and Will in their office one last time. Uh, Sue thanks him for basically getting her groove back. I'm on my way to becoming someone much better. And you've inspired me, Will. You've made me realize I have more to offer the world than coming up with spectacular, life-threatening cheerleading tumbles. 
I got the music in me. Sue, that is great. I mean, with that attitude, you are welcome in here anytime. No, oh, I couldn't do that. You'd be spying on the competition. What? No one told you? I got a part-time gig. Yeah, I'm the new coach for Oral Intensity. That's impossible. Oh, nothing's impossible, Will, when you have a positive attitude. You taught me that. Oh, isn't it great? Jeez, I got my mojo back. Still get to dedicate my life to destroying yours. Oh, wow. So now I'm back to destroying you. Now they're going to be even yeah. better. <laughs> uh, are they, though? Are they? I don't remember what they do. No, I don't know. But, like, will they be better with Sue as a coach? Well, she, she'll oh, drive them she, hard. Yeah. She's a six-time consecutive yeah, true. cheerleading true. champion, whatever. Yeah, very true. We don't like Sue, but she gets the work she done. She gets the work done. True. Uh, and then the final scene is... Finn approaching Rachel saying, like, I think you're right. I think we should write our song, and I think you should take the lead on it because you are uh, a leader and, like, a trendsetter, and I saw... Oh, he, like, he like picked out all of her buzzwords, mm-hmm. like, that she needed to hear. Yeah, I know. And then and she... Was like... He's like, that seemed like the old you, like, coming back. Oh. I think she's making a comeback. Oh! And the final... I don't know. I the... thought it was sweet. It was sweet. And the final shot of the episode is just her smiling at, at mm-hmm. he walks away. Uh, and the episode ends. Bless. I'm curious to see what you give it. Um, this one? I think I just have to give it a slushy because I wouldn't feel morally right giving two Glee episodes in a row <laughs> gold stars. And it's the... It basically, I, basically what it comes down to is like, these aren't two gold star episodes and this one is slightly the, worse. Is not as good yeah. as the other. And no, so I this agree. one, I give a slushy. I just, it's not offensively bad or anything. I really didn't love where it started off and where I was afraid it was going to be going. It's overly like Sue and Will involved. Yeah, I mean, but it does like advance the plot. There's a lot of good character stuff going yeah, on. I mean, for I some think people. it's. I, I I also give it a slushy. I I think it. It has really good plot development. Like, it pushes the narrative. It has some good character moments. Not as good as the other, like, the last episode. But it moves characters forward. It gives us, like, some really good moments. Particularly the rachel Brittany plotline. Like, I thought that was particularly really funny and good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that the, like, once again, with the, like, bastardization of Sue char- Sue's character, like... They don't know what she it's is. They don't the know place. who she is. Like, and that's like that was glaring. That has been more glaring in other episodes, but this is just like something that keeps coming mm-hmm. up. Um, the Bieber of it all, I don't love. Yeah, no, um, that that too. And I think there's two iconic no- and my one really iconic number, and for me, like one that I really love. But as a whole, I don't like. It feels the numbers are better in this episode, but the. The, episode the, is better the episode yeah. around it. I mean, I think in, as a whole, like you said, I think it's good we watch them together because they're pushing the same narratives forward. Yes. Uh, like, we get a reconstruction of pairings in these two episodes. And I feel like usually it's like we we do a little bit of plot here and then we take, like, two episodes off doing random shit. Yeah. And then we come back to that plot. Which I and think so is the, what the next two episodes yeah. will do. And so it's... to have, like, two episodes that actually, like, play off of each other quite well yeah. was, like... 
yeah. jarring almost. So it's it's a slushy, but like a very like slight. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like That's the thing. I'm not giving a heavy gold star it's to, like, it's to like, silly love songs, and I'm not giving a a heavy slushy yeah. to. No, it's like an like an intentional slushy, like. You pick it up and the top wasn't like secured enough, and like, like you oh, and like you spill it on yourself. Uh huh. Um, it's good. Okay, let's rank these songs. Uh, we have five songs as well. We have "Baby," originally performed by Justin Bieber with Ludacris, performed here by Sam. Mm hmm. Somebody to Love, originally performed by Justin Bieber, performed here by Sam, Artie, Pock, and Mike. Take Me or Leave Me from Rent, performed here by Rachel and Mercedes. Take me for what I am, who I was meant to be. And if you give a damn, take me, baby. I know what boys like by the waitresses performed here by Lauren Sizes. I make them want me. I like to tease them. They want to touch me. I never let them. I know what boys like. I know what guys want. I know what boys like. Boys like. Boys like me. And sing by My Chemical Romance performed here by uh, the New Directions with Sue. And Sue, yeah. I can do it. Okay. Um, my last number is baby. My number five. Uh, we don't need a a um a, a beaver. We don't need this beaver. Nope. Uh, especially not as like in this theme. I don't know. It's weird. I I I don't need this. No. Uh, number four is I know what boys like. I think it's a good introduction to Lauren. I think it's a fun number, but uh, like ultimately, it's also a forgettable number at the same time. Yeah. Um, like I. I don't think I will remember this, like, in a few no. days. Number three is Somebody to Love. Uh, again, maybe we don't need a beaver, but at least this has some production value and some good choreo. And, yeah. And it, it was fun to watch. Number two, Sing, My Chemical Romance. Again, I really, really, really love this rendition of it. I think it was just misplaced. And weird that it was 
the Sioux number and and whatnot. Like I think the context context for it is like not good, but I love this rendition of the song and yes. I, I will play it. Um, and number one is "Take Me or Leave Me." Like yeah, like it. I think this may be like top five of the season. Maybe it's top three. It's a really good number. Like, like I think this, like so far, this and Valerie are like top of the season. <gasps> um, and River. Deep yeah, I was gonna say you said fuck River yeah, Deep Mountain High Live. God, this has been a long season. I was like, this fe- season feels so long. I was like, that when I look at how many episodes we have left to record, I'm baffled yeah. every time. No, but this. So that's my top three so far for the season. It's like yeah. top three. No, that sounds about right. Um, I, I'm not gonna say. On the record, I officially. Well, yeah, agree. I need to look at the list, but like top, but of, top of my head, that sounds right. Uh, it's so good. Like their vocals complement each other. I like the arc that the song goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, like how they're one upping each other. It's it's really really good. Uh, how about you? Um, my we're so close. Um, I have baby uh, at five because who cares? Who needs it? Um, I have somebody to love it for because who cares? Who needs it? I don't care if you're throwing around chalk. That's the only reason it's better than 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 baby. <laughs> um, uh, three, I have. I know what boys like just because it's a fun song and I think it works for that character and mm-hmm. for that performance. Um, uh, so I'll give it that. It also, you know, I liked Tina and Brittany dancing, and it also gave us shirtless Sam and Mike. So yeah, we love, we we'll do like we'll that. take it. Um, then for number two, I've sing as well. Um, I think it's a really great group performance. I think it's a good choice for the show. It's not a song I'm actually really familiar with mm-hmm. um, much at all. Um, so it's always like pleasantly surprised. Like it's nice to like be like, oh, this is just some good song that I haven't really heard much before that, yeah. that they're doing a really good job of doing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, number one is Take Me or Leave Me. Like, it's it's so fucking good. They played the duet perfectly for those characters. We like the arc that it's selling. Uh, it, yeah, very, very rarely do songs actually in the show push the narrative mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Like, songs and musicals should. Like and this one, song, this one yeah. was actually like, oh, this is like... We're we're getting yeah, like narrative think, progression in the song, yeah. which I think is really interesting. Yeah, it's weird because I think it's, I don't think it's narrative progression more. It's like undoing the conflict that was there that like, yeah, for the episode. But I think it works in that, like, yeah, very well. Um, good. I don't think "Take Me or Leave Me" uh, topples any of our tops, but it does make like top of the season. Of the season, um. Maybe of the series. Like, maybe it would make, like, a top ten of the series so far, like, that we've been watching. Oh, okay. Again, I don't know. That's something to say. Yeah, again, I don't have a list of <laughs> but, um, great. So that's what uh, you guys missed on Glee. So it's time to catch up what we have missed not on Glee. Yes. Well, I think probably the first biggest thing we should say is that we got a, a new full trailer for... Same time, uh, next Michelle, same time next Christmas. And my full trailer is like one minute yeah. instead of thirty seconds. <laughs> one minute made for uh, Instagram, like it's it's on YouTube, but it's literally a square. Like, yeah. it, so we love that. Um, it opens with the uh, three most important words of the English language. <laughs> Leah Michelle shines. Wow. Leah Michelle shines in a new holiday special. And, I mean, I, I think, uh, finally, they brought the other guy into the fold. Yeah, right? Like, they, we finally see that, oh, no, she's so married, or, like, engaged, engaged woman. Engaged woman. That, uh, is coming into, like, a love triangle situation. Uh, we get a li- little more Nia Vardalos. Oh, um, we love that. We get uh, Charles Michael Davis covered in glitter. 
Um, also love that. We get her parents saying, like, uh, <laughs> if she's happy, we're happy. And then Mia Bardella says, like, she could be happier. Which is fully us. Talking about <laughs> Definitely Liz's career. Us. Um, which is fun. We cannot wait. Uh, I cannot wait. I no, also, it's going to be so fun. Are you I, kidding me? Uh, last weekend, I didn't counter a poster in the wild. Um, oh, rude! In the in the grove while I was waiting for for the rest of the gays of our party to to arrive. Um, to see Knives Out, an incredible film, out. y'all should all see. By the time this airs, we have seen it twice already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's posters. If, if you see a poster in the wild, please take a picture. <gasps> yes! Oh and, my god. And tag us. Tag like, us, tag Leah. Yeah, um, we want to see how many, how much promotion they're putting into this. Yeah, we want to, we want to see, we want to see the ads. Yeah, and we may have something special brewing about the movie, so. Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Um, so that, that's fun. Uh, I don't think we also mentioned that she will be performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving parade tomorrow Word. so we are making uh, what if we made everyone just like oh watch God. it <laughs> that'd be hilarious i mean nobody's gonna be well it'll maybe it'll be on youtube by the time yeah, we do thanksgiving we do dinner thanksgiving. uh so if for some reason you missed leah michelle performing at the macy's thanksgiving day parade yeah, look that up because it it happened mm-hmm. she's tomorrow. she's continuing that christmas journey from Broadway to Glee to right here on our parade, here to sing Christmas in New York and accompanied by the Manhattan Youth Ballet is the very talented Leah Michelle. She's doing her I promo. I'm worried what's going to happen to her come January. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, come December 6th. <laughs> Like, no, because you still ha- she still she has all her concerts in New York. Oh, her true, Christmas true, 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 So like true. December, she's booked and busy. Yes, but you're like, right. No, you're right. Come January, like it's just gonna be. What is she doing? We all have that post Christmas slump. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else do we have? Uh, we have a bit of news that I just like dismissively said, and then you got real hype about, which is that Cord Overstreet is going to guest star on. The bold type. <laughs> the bold type. My my hate watching show as Jane's brother. Jane's brother, who if you watch the show, you know she's literally the worst character ever created. Um, the least believable. <laughs> Wait, really? The least believable freelance writer that has ever um uh he's uh, per- uh presented in television. Jane's beloved older brother, who is similarly type A. Oh no! As a little oh. sister, Jane has always looked up to her brother as an, and is excited to welcome to him to New York. But most importantly, she's excited to introduce her brother to the other important man in her life, Ryan. Oh. And then it says, so let's hope Evan hasn't read any pinstripes articles from his single days. Yeah. I don't know. You what don't know means. what any of that means. <laughs> He'll appear in episode eight of season four. Wow. That um, is... It said also that like Sutton Foster will be returning. No, maybe just a character named a Sutton. I'm named... sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one good. I saw Sutton was returning and I was like, oh, the, I assumed the, it was Sutton the, Foster. The one good character in the show is called Sutton. Oh, okay. Well, um, she's returning for the premiere with Jane and Kat. Great. I mean, she's the third lead of the show. She better be returning. <laughs> uh, so I will be, I mean, I will be watching this season because I, again, hate watch it. Uh, but now I have an excuse to bring it up in the show. Um, wow. So good for Cord. Good for uh, Cord. He's just indeed. been focusing on music a lot. So it's good to have him back on the acting and, and you know just doing photo shoots uh for was it did he do flaunt magazine I recently so. he was popping like my instagram lot. feed and i was like okay mm-hmm. okay cord um uh, then we have a bit of a sad news um so the actress jane galloway heights 
um, who played uh, Lillian Adler, who was the OG uh, Glee Club uh, director. Uh, she passed away this week. Who? What was the quote under? under oh, her? Uh, from its very definition, uh, Glee is about opening yourself to joy. Ah, uh, which you know was kind of the foundational of 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 the show. The show, and her face is actually one of the final shots of the series, as they oh, uh, zoom yeah, in on all the flaps. Yeah. So you know, rest in peace. Um, I think. I've forgotten she actually got, like, appears on a... Like, it, she's not just a picture. She, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, a character. Yeah, yeah. It would be weird if... Like, I'm not gonna... Yeah. If they, like, eulogized the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The woman who was that picture mm-hmm. in Glee. Um, um, and then we have uh, a bit of news that uh, popped up most unfortunately today. Yeah. Um, just throwing out a physical abuse trigger warning, content warning for the following... Um, so just know that going into this, this is not great news at all. That um, Melissa Benoist, who comes into the show later, obviously, and is on Supergirl now, uh, posted a, a lengthy video on Instagram. Instagram. I'm I'm like getting emotional about it right now. Um, detailing uh, physical abuse from, uh, a from, a, relationship. from from a previous relationship, uh, like. Int- was intimate partner violence was mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the the phrase the term she used, um, and that it was like ongoing. Um, I really don't want to get specifically into like yeah, specific she, acts or anything. She gets, she gets just, really just know that it's specific. horrified. It's it's horrifying. Um, if you want to go watch the video, um, go watch the video or, or read an article about it. Um, yeah, I'll link, I think I'll link the the article on the show notes if you want to check it out. And I think it's. I, I just want to say I think it's really important and brave and heroic of her to come out and speak on it. Uh, I think that is incredibly difficult to do, and so uh, we commend her for that and are obviously very, very sad to hear uh, that she had been put through that. Mm-hmm. Um, the article then goes on to point out that to... The article then goes on to point out that despite um, her never naming the abuser, um, she describes uh, the alleged perpetrator as being younger than her, and she's 31, uh, and then going on to say that she's been linked to photographer Nick Vorderman, 37, was married to fellow Glee cast member uh, Blake Jenner, who is 27, um, and for uh, uh, has been with uh, Chris Chris Wood, who she recently married. Yeah, um, we also um, also we we encourage anybody who might be experiencing physical violence and abuse from a partner to to seek help. I'll put um, in some resources and, to, and on yeah, the show we'll notes. Have, we'll have Jorge put mm-hmm. put a link in the show notes. Um, because obviously we we don't want anyone going through that, and we're very very thankful that Melissa is is free of that relationship, and that she, she is thriving. Yes, she she is thriving, and that she has spoken up, um, and hopefully that will continue to give a voice um, mm-hmm. to to victims of such circumstance. Um, but yes, yeah, um, that is all we missed. Not on Glee. Glee. So, uh, let's so let's take this to change a, gears. Yeah, let's let's and, get back in our good place, place and and take this episode home.
And what better way to do that than to read some reviews? Oh my um, god, wow. Let's read praise about ourselves. So this week, we kind of uh, put on put on a little challenge for you guys. And said that if you left an iTunes reviews, uh, a five star. I mean, we didn't say five star, <laughs> but like... You, but they were, but they thank were five god. Star, uh, in which you included a six degrees challenge for us. We would do it on air. So that's what you would be doing yes. right now. Uh, so we will read the reviews we got and then... Uh, do do one of the challenges, one each. Uh, do you want to uh, guess first? Like, do the Six Degrees first? Sure. Okay. So Six Degrees is our signature game where we try to connect one of the Glee cast members to another random celebrity um, in two minutes or less. Uh, the first minute we go it on our own. The second minute we get the other person's help. Uh, the only rule is we cannot do the Murphyverse. Yes. Okay, so Michael, you will start. Okay. Um, I am reading uh, a podcast review submitted by the username Charlie Scout Three. Work. Uh, the the title of the review is "Invented Podcasting." Wow. Um, the the review reads: "The world started turning the Daily Wine first streamed." Wow. 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 Okay, and our this this is your six degrees challenge. So, in honor of last week's Warbler's performance of Build, Build, Bills, you have to connect Dalton Academy Warbler's frontman, Blaine Devon Anderson, played by wow. Darren Chris. Is that his middle name? Apparently. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, to Destiny's Child Leading Lady and Skinny Legend. Wow. Beyonce Giselle Knowles. So, go. Okay. Um, Beyonce... Darren Chris, what the fuck else has Darren Chris done outside of the Murphy verse? Um, 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 fuck me up. There's like that Midway movie he just did, but who the fuck else is in that? You know who's in that? Like Patrick Wilson. Um, and Patrick Wilson gives me girls. Um, I want to go like Allie Larder from Beyonce, obviously. Allie Larder gives me heroes. Um, heroes gives me. Um, Jorge just made a face. He's had a realization. Um, heroes gives me Hayden Panettiere. Okay, um, so Darren Chris was also. Mila in web Mabley. therapy oh with really Lisa and he shared a lot of scenes with Mae Whitman <gasps> work uh, so Mae Whitman gives us uh parenthood um good girls good girls with Christina Hendricks um Rada. who are we trying to get uh someone from heroes I think we can link yeah Mila Ventimiglia this is us is there a Lauren Graham around there? Uh, uh, um, um, Friday Night Lights, because it's the same creator Mae from Whitman Parenthood. Maybe Whitman also gives us Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a bunch of Arrested Development guest stars. Oh, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. Uh, uh, um, uh, who was in Heroes? Uh, Hayden Petier, Mila Ventimiglia. Bitch, Ali Larder was in Heroes. No, I know. That's how I got oh, to you Heroes. Got there. You idiot. Fuck me. <laughs> 
Uh, we lost. Wow, this is all... I could have gone Lion King. Uh, of course, Obsessed was my first, like, instinct. It's probably there. I'm sorry, Charlie Scout 3. Yeah, wow, we did you we, dirty. We did you dirty. Uh... Yeah, I just really shouted Arlie Larder was in the <laughs> hero's like, Yeah, how the fuck? You always do that. You get it twisted. <laughs> do you want to read the other review? Yes. Okay, this one's, this one's great. Okay. Um, We start off with the headline, I can't believe the Glee project was a thing. Um, The user is H.R. Doe. So like H-R-D-O-E. Uh, and uh, the review is as such. The podcast is Porcelain Magic. Okay, wow. Love it already. Um, This podcast makes you feel like you bumped into Patti LuPone at dinner in New York. Gleewine brings joy into the cold, self-marrying heart of this reviewer. I know. We love the references (laughs) loaded here. I'm loving everything going Um, on here. So, uh, your six degrees uh, is Leah Michelle to, parentheses, character actress, Margot Martindale. Uh, okay, Leah Michelle to character actress Margot Martindale. Um, I kind of go want to go the route of character actress Mar- Margot Martindale playing herself in BoJack Horseman. Same. Um, I would want to do the same. So Leah. Well, that or I have a different. Um, actually, yeah. I mean, I, I uh, It's kind of. It's a two yeah. stepper. It, it's a three stepper. Um, no, but but do it. Okay, Just trust yeah, yeah. me. Just do it. Okay, Leah Michelle was in Spring Awakening with Jonathan Groff. Who was in The Good Wife with Christine Baranski, who is a voice on Bojack Horseman. Oh, that's funny. With... Or just Margot Martindale's on The Good Fight. But... Oh, or in The Good Fight, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but I wanted Christine to Baranski do that. Christine Baranski is a voice, yes, uh, exactly. She's the voice of the um, whale. To, and Margot Martindale voices so the reason, herself. The <laughs> reason I encourage it, my for some reason, I would have tried to go through... Um, uh, for some reason, I would have tried to go through August Osage County. <laughs> but, well, the thing um, is, she gives you so many options. However, um, our brilliant reviewer anticipated this and in fact said, or if that's too gleasy, try Swoozy Kurtz. So, okay, wow. Okay. take me from Leah Michelle to Swoozy Kurtz. Uh, I mean, Swoozy Kurtz... Pushing daisies, that's the thing I'm thinking of. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I'm, I'll am i go the same, I, I have it. It's oh, really? It's a special type route. It's Leah Michelle to Jonathan Groff in Spring Awakening, Jonathan Groff in The Good Wife, that also stars Kristen Chenoweth, or the, she also gets starred oh, in Kristen yeah, Chenoweth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in Pushing Daisies. And there we have it, folks. Uh, uh, The Good Wife is always a... It, yeah. A route to... Also, I haven't considered that Bojack is also like a... Yeah, that's the first time I've thought about using Bojack. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it opens a lot up. It opens a lot of doors. Uh, So that's our episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Next week, we will come back um, to discuss Seasons 2, Episode 14, Blame It on the Alcohol, which I am very excited about. Um, And Episode 15, Sexy, which marks the comeback of holly holiday um in the meantime you can find us on uh, apple podcasts spotify google play and stitcher leave more reviews give us more challenges this this could yeah, be a fun thing that fun. we keep doing um should we should we read the third review that didn't give us a six degrees because i yes, feel like please, let's do it i feel yeah. like I feel like that person deserves mm-hmm. yeah. their rights because they did leave us a... A, a lovely review. And if you are this person, which we think we know who you are and we love <laughs> you, um, 
you can give us the six degrees. Um, so, uh, ten is girl twenty two. Uh, wow, my Wednesday staple. Now I feel bad. Like when we like uh, <laughs> like release late on a Wednesday, yeah. or like or like delay for weeks. It's her Wednesday staple. We can't deny her Wednesday staple. She said, this podcast has quickly become one of my favorites. Joining the ranks of After Smash. Wow, she's catering to us. I know. Second no, reference no, we've got. Knows, <laughs> knows we love being compared to After Smash. Joining the ranks of After Smash. It validates me in my ridiculous love for the show. I look forward to it every week. Fun commentary. Mostly, in parentheses, very accurate rankings of songs. Do I resent some of Michael's episode song rankings? Naturally. Wow. I love being dragged. I love being called out. This review is iconic. But the podcast is a delight, and the Leah Michelle treatment usually results in laugh out loud, in laugh out laughter. I'm sure Leah is secretly a huge fan. No reading required. Wow. wow. This, this that review literally is checks list, like, <laughs> all of our pandering We've been pandered to insanely. Ooh. Uh, um, but yeah, so to leave, leave a, review, a review as please. generous and thoughtful and clever as that. And yes, try to top that. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Twitter at GleeWinePod. Uh, you can find me there, uh, personally at Jorge. And you can find me, uh, at as underscore seen on TV. Same thing on Instagram. Uh, thanks as always to Aaron Rodriguez for our wonderful art. He's at Tall Pale Aaron on Instagram. And uh, I think that leaves it to Jorge to take Mm -hmm. us out on a song. Yes. Because, uh, you know, our our coulda, woulda, shoulda. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Song that Glee either didn't get to cover or, or, you know, should have. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are you going to take us out on this Um, week, Jorge? So I am going to go with... So one of the last thing that... Finn said to Rachel in the last episode we watched is that he still believes in her even though they're not together also you will be very surprised to find that Glee never <gasps> never I think I know what you're did a say. share song <gasps> not a one not a one song oh my god or a Kylie song so just like FYI like they like two very big gay markets yeah none so I think we must go on a share staple. Um, believe. Wow. By share. Oh, wow, what a moment. Um, <laughs> not the Stephanie J. Block version. Not the, sorry, not the <laughs> Stephanie J. Block version. Um, well, yeah, so I'll leave you guys with, with that. Um, and which would also, hey, a, a song that also works as an anthem. Yes, right? And maybe do a it, love song. Do it at regional. Do you believe in, in life after it's love? It's true. Wow. Oh, no, I, I can't. Oh. Wow, that would have been a good performance. Rachel actually would have killed it. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be a really good Rachel yeah. number. Yeah. So, we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye.